a world where geeking out never looked so good, two incredibly sexy men will rise for your auditory pleasure. Up with the Geek Bros. It's a beautiful Wednesday night here in Vibe Studios as we f- record and film episode 16 of the podcast. We survived a hurricane. And you know what that time it means? What's going on, guys? What's going on? This is Poncho. <laughs> this is Vibe. And um, this is episode numero 16, or English, 16. Yay. Vibe, you should be excited. 16 straight episodes, like straight. It has been 16 straight episodes. 16 weeks in a row, as th- what, more than three months? Yes. Three and a half months, something yep. like that. Back to back to back, including not just the audio and the posting of the audio, but the the video as well. That's ridiculous. I was telling Vibe uh, earlier today at the day job how I telling Vibe at the day job. I was I begged. I was telling. (laughs) Sorry, I was telling myself. Right, I was telling uh, Juancho that um, the last couple of months I, I produced and edited and uploaded nine videos to the YouTube channel, and out of the nine of them. Eight of them were, were the were the podcast. Only one was the new um, promo. So I was like, "Yep, this is happening." So before we get into it today, for those who are listening, today's food of the day or food of the podcast is, is my vegan pesto pasta. Which, if you can hear the the, the it's a, that's uh, Juanjo eating it right now. He didn't go full vegan. I actually made some. Wow, this is really citrusy. I love it. It is. It has. I, I squeezed oh God. fresh lemon in it. This is delicious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he uh, he also has the um, uh, chicken parmesan that I made. It's well done, but he made it. And the drink of choice is the watermelon white rum fresca, which Juancho seemed not to enjoy too much. If you guys are watching it, Actually, so the second time it feels good. The second time, yeah, that's that's what she said. So uh, <laughs> if you're watching us next week, which you should be, uh, you'll see exactly what it looks like. It seems delicious, and we're having a good time. So Juancho. How was your weekend? Um, stuck in the house because I was dealing with Irma. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, Irma's a dirty bit. Oh, can I say? Mm-mm, mm-mm. See, I like how you stopped that. I mean, did you want to... Irma's a dirty... Fantastic. Can I say, can I say the, 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 the H-O... Dirty girl? I, are you, he's whispering and, and, and spilling in my ear. No. No, we cannot. This is a family podcast, Wancho. Irma's a dirty... <laughs> dirty girl. Dirty, dirty, girl. Dirty, dirty, dirty girl. Dirty, dirty girl. Why am I smiling weekend? so hard when I say that? <laughs> Miss up my birthday weekend. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, we did say happy birthday last podcast. But yes, we were supposed to have, um, what was it? A, a beach soiree, and it mm-hmm. didn't happen. Uh, it was really unfortunate. So, yeah, it kind of messed up his thing. And, I mean, not for nothing, Hurricane Irma kind of also stole the thunder of 9-11, 16th anniversary. I'm just throwing that out there. Kind of stole that thunder, too. In Florida. Hmm? You know what? I hate it. You know what? It messed up my football weekend. I was supposed to watch Saturday game football, go to eat some wings, then Sunday have some football. Oh. I'm, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. I really am. My weekend, same thing, dealing with the, with the hurricane, which wasn't that bad on my side. Uh, it was me and uh, Miles, which is Wancho's dog, 
uh, and trying to avoid him defecating around my studio, which was a very really interesting. Weekend. You know what? But I actually told you how to do it, like how to, not how to do, it, how to, how to take care of him at the end, and then he follow. He didn't poop anywhere. That's not the point, though. You told me at the end, the last night, and it worked. So that was our weekend. It was kind of uh, lame and windy. Watch <laughs> yep. What are you doing? He's playing on his phone. He's looking at a comic book, an interactive comic book. Could you focus? This wait, is the wait, podcast. I, I, I just want to show you something. I don't want to see it. Puppetine, he's dead. Yay, Puppetine's dead. Woo! No, okay, but I'm um, glad because I'm getting prepared. For I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. Now it's now. So what's going on with the Gibros and Geek Girls? Absolutely nothing. Uh, pretty much, yeah. The the hurricane kind of ruined that up, and I'm using that as my excuse this time. Uh, watch the promo video that I did. I still I'm gonna keep promoting it. It was a really good promo video. So I watched it on TV. It was really good. You need to tighten up, bro. So um, I need to tighten up. I will get you guys more stuff. I promise. I'm working out on it. I'm really tired, but there's gonna be more stuff up the pike. There's still pending things. There's the well. I'm officially calling it. Game of Thrones is not happening. That's that line of videos aren't happening <laughs> for Geek Girl. Sorry. The crossover is still there. And <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> the Spider-Man. We're going to finish 2018 and finally the Spider-Man is going to be released. No, we, we have a non-spoiler, but the spoiler review, it's there. It's it's there. It's there. It's okay. coming. So bear with me. Bear um, with me. We don't have any soundboard this week because I left my charger where I was during because Hurricane Because Guancho hates Irma. comics and but, he's irresponsible. But I will be singing all the um, things, okay? So that's going to be quite interesting. That's going to be horrible and haunting. Before we get started, don't forget, guys, that we have a social media presence. We've got the Facebook fan page. Intro the social media plug, important, and WeBeGeeksPC.com. Cool. WeBeGeeksPC.com <laughs> is the first place you can listen to our podcast every week. It's usually up around Thursday. Mm-hmm. You sometimes Wancho gets really overzealous and he, and he puts it up on Wednesdays, but every Thursday, WeBeGeeksPC.com, first place you can Look, listen to our podcast. I'm going to tell you right now. And it's fantastic. It's pasta. It's so citrusy that it's amazing. Like, it's beyond words how amazing this pasta is. You're welcome. I cooked it because I'm really cool. Um, don't forget, we have a, fa- a Facebook fan page. That's um, Facebook.com slash Geek Bros with, with a zero. Uh, Instagram, same thing, Geek Bros with a zero. Twitter, Geek Bros with a zero. Uh, what else do we got? I don't know, but me and Vibe have been vibing a lot this week. Since there's been hurricanes, I've been I've been like rooming with them. It's so. been a, it's been very interesting. Very interesting. He's he's seen me in my central pose in my underwear, half dressed, and uh, quite distracting. But got, yet he, I couldn't yeah, I couldn't stop could, looking. He couldn't stop looking. It's like that. What is it? The um, movie? Have you seen Clerks too? Yes. When they're in the in the oh the, the, the donkey yeah, show. Yeah, the donkey and they're, show. They're, they're like, it's so weird, but we can't stop looking. looking. That's exactly what happened to mm. me. So. Um, yes, steel. by all means, and don't forget, this is all produced through my studio, vibestudios.com. That's V I B E R E V S T U D I O S dot com. Everything Vibe Studios, which right now is dominated by Geek Bros content. So I might as well just go there for all your Geek Bros plugs as well. So, with that being said, Juancho, what brings us here today? The new scent! Um, we got comic book news. We got Captain Phasma and Darth Vader review. Like we said last week, there's no movie standout this week because movies are going through a dry spell. I have one Pokemon news this week. We have the video games out weekly. Um, anime Invasion uh, ain't happening because Vibe ain't doing his homework. JJ Abrams uh, for open mic discussion. We got JJ Abrams and Star Wars delay. Nintendo Direct recap. Um, before the podcast started today, we uh, actually I uh, set forty-five minutes to watch um, the Nintendo Direct. Um, Splatoon, uh, no Suicide Squad Two, um, has the director and the writer. 
um, the Orville pilot episode review, flash flash update. Uh, Juancho ain't doing his homework, so we have something coming up about a trailer. If I picked up, I don't know. PewDiePie apologizes once again for being racist. What's not new? Marvel Punisher. <laughs> Joseph Joseph Gordon Levy. Um, to be an alien in uh, Star Wars, we're gonna break that down and final Was it a breakdown? You just told them. Yeah, we're gonna break it down with yeah. what alien you think he's gonna play based on his based on his actor. I got your alien right here. This is a family podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to end the uh, podcast, we're gonna go deep, very extremely dirty into the Rick and Morty episode six, seven. Um, I have no idea. All I know is that the last episode aired this Sunday. We're gonna go really deep and dirty into it. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, we have to. Do we have to talk about it? It was unfortunately. Fortunately, we have no because to you be just mentioned it, but we have to get deep into this. We have to really break this down. And for you're right. Fortunately, I have a seven point bullets and seven questions and twists to talk about. Like we're getting deep. This this episode was so many layers. It's like an onion. To peel back so many layers. Well, Wanjo, whenever you're ready, you can make your fake soundboard music. I'm joking. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. The new scent. New scent. <laughs> that was terrible. That is definitely not how it so sounds. So, we're going to start with the Darth Vader review. So, vibe. Mm-hmm. Let me show you. This is. So, the. Comic book takes Darth Vader after he defeats the Jedi. He takes him to Musafar. Palpatine had to, or Emperor Palpatine, tells him, "You need to go to a place where Vader became, which was Musafar." Correct. Mm-hmm. So he takes his lightsaber there and takes it apart and takes it. Well, the crystal wait, out. wait, hold on. Vader was born technically when he sliced off Mace Windu's hand, isn't it? So it shouldn't have been Coruscant. No, when he no 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 when he actually did his final take and actually fought his teacher and killed whatever long story short that's where he became most uh, Vader. So what happens? He goes there and he takes the crystal part. The crystal actually takes him into like a mind journey of him trying to get into the light side, and he's trying to like the crystal's trying to t- t- get him back to the light side. Wow! He saw he shows memory of uh, Obi Wan fighting and saving him, and then he. There's a scene in the comic book where you see Vader fighting Palpatine and him killing him. And him restoring the Force. But it turns out that was just a mind. When I first heard that, I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Is this new? No, it was just the Jedi, the, the crystal playing the mind trick on him. He overcomes that. And this picture I'm showing Vibe right now shows his frustration with the crystal. Is he like slamming it down? Yes, he's forcing it down. And then, you see, you see the, 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 the pain? Having him to carry Padme, and then look how the crystal comes out. That wasn't Padme. That was his mother. Oh, his mother? Uh That's Padme. No, that's his mother. The pain of his mother. And what happens to the crystal? He forces it to turn to red. And then this is how the comic book ends. Master. Why is he holding it like that? And then Luke is coming back. Oh, his... Oh! Why is... Why is it splitting his... Whoa! Huh. So... Those later coming, but we finally see how the Red Crystal came to be. Um, very, very well done. These Vader books have been. I'm very excited. I have nothing but good things to say about it so far. So, moving forward. But I just finished Captain Phasma book. 
the Captain Phasma comic book finishes right where the book ends. I'm assuming because they show the scene where she's trying to get into the thing to verify that everything was deleted. And she finds out that there was someone else inside that room that saw what happened that right. she needs to take out. So this book here is a countdown before the Star Killer base gets destroyed, and she's following this guy who she's trying to kill. Every time that she has an opportunity to kill, something happens. Either the Star Killer base moves and blah blah blah. There's a scene in the book that actually I liked. I'm trying to get to is where you see Captain Phasma and she sees um, Ray and Kylo fight from the back from the from the from the end. So vibe you see. You see, uh, Kylo and uh, how'd she get on the trust compactor? Oh, uh, she she melted it. She what? She melted the door. With what? Something because the door's melted. I'll show you, like right here. Oh, wow! She did. She blew a hole through it. So, um, yeah, that book so far ends with her, with him, with her. Sorry, chasing the guy out of Starkiller Base. That's how the book ends. Okay. So the book will then take you on to the next journey. To what happened so interesting so recommend you guys to read those books I know we said it last time I love them and can't wait to continue um, reading the series uh, books out this week that we like uh, Darth, that I like Darth Knight uh, Metal number 2 Harley Quinn 25th Anniversary Special number 1 and The Runaways number 1 um, two of those are DC comic books 5 if you can tell and one of them is actually a Marvel book. Um, the Runaways is the new series that's coming to Freeform um, for the MCU TV show. Okay. So um, that's pretty much where Runaways is coming from. I'm really proud of you. Alright, so um, movie stand out this week. Absolutely nothing this week. And unfortunately, there are movies out this week for the month of September and August. I guess seem very dull. I don't see any movies that I like to see or I don't think any movie that I would like to see. So, uh, yes. not No movies out that we're going to mention. That's not true. The Kingsman is coming soon. I mean, you decided the other day that we're well, going to yeah, see the Kingsman. But so far, I'm, I mean, that's September 22nd. That's towards the end. Of Correct. The, but you said, you said that you will see anything for August and September. You lies. You know what? I hate you. Lies. Deceptions. More lies. More lies. Um. What are you doing? Alrighty, so, um, moving forward, in Pokemon news. I wanna be the very best. No one ever watched Pokemon, Pokemon! To catch them is my To make it is my cause. Squirtle, squirtle! <laughs> this without summer is not the same it's not the same alright guys so we got the first well the second Halloween or first Halloween event for Pokemon Go users last year for, for Halloween there was an opportunity to catch different ghost type or the ghost type were, were more seen more frequently this time you're going to be able to catch a different type of Pokemon. Uh, this article is coming from the express.co.uk. Um, Pokemon Go fans have been treated to good, some good news this week. As sources seemingly confirm a new Halloween event for 2017. 
The Pokemon Go Halloween Celebration was one of the first in-game events to be introduced to the Niantic app last year. And according to Slash Gear sources, the Halloween event will return in October 2017. Last year's Halloween event, as I stated, events saw an increase on ghost-type Pokemon like Ghastly, Hunter, and Gengar. As a report points out, these three Pokemon are likely to be joined by Gen 2 Pokemon, Miss Mistrevious, the site also suggests that the dark Pokemon will increase spawn rates during the event, but, will, but why stop there? Multiple ghost-type Pokemon made their debut in Gen 3, which makes Halloween the perfect time to introduce a selection of brand new Pokemon to the game. I would love to see the Gen 3 Pokemon ghost-type come up, because they are really one of the first um, ghosts, like really ghost-spirited Pokemon vibe. Um, you that your kids play Pokemon, you, you, you as a... Not a Pokemon Go fan, but as a Pokemon, let's say, fanboy, I will say. You've seen the Ghost-type Pokemon. Would you like to see the Gen-type the gen uh, Pokemon? I have to be perfectly honest with you. Like, like we've talked, even when we discussed it in our Geek Bros uh, Pokemon Go uh, web series episode, Shameless Plug, uh, <laughs> I made it very clear that I haven't gone past Gen 1, really. Maybe as far as Gen 2 with the Johto's Gen 2, but so if you're asking about Gen 3 or Gen 4, anything else of, of Pokemon, I have no opinion because I don't know any of them. Okay. Okay, so, yes, I would love to see Gen 3 no, go and Pokemon Go. <laughs> I hope you get diarrhea. <laughs> uh, video games out this week, guys. Uh, Tuesday, September twenty, September twenty, Tuesday, September twelfth. We have PS two thousand eighteen. Um, it's a soccer game for PC, PS three, PS four, Xbox three hundred and sixty, Xbox One. Rayman Legends Definitive Edition for Switch. YS eight Lacromosa of Donna for PC, PS four, and Vita. Destiny two, Levinth Raid Launch, no Levinth Raid Launch. Bloody Zombies for PS four and PSVR. Butter and Ma- Butter and Friends, uh, Babysitter Sim PS4, Dream Break PS4 Xbox One, Get Over Here for PS4, Happy Dungeons for PS4, Inside Limbo Double Pack for PS4 and Xbox One, Maze for PS4, Manifest 99 for PSVR, NASCAR Heat 2 for PS4 Xbox One, Planet of the Ice for PS4, Samurai Showdown V Special for PS4 and Vita. Time Record for PS4, Tooth and Tail for Linux, Mac, PC, and PS4, True Long the Shadow Engine for PS4, VR Cards for PSVR. That's Tuesday. Thursday, September 14th, Divinity Original Sin 2 for PC, which I love and I have it on my computer. Baja Edge of Control for HD for PS4, Beach Buggy Racing for Switch, Earthlock Festival of Magic for Wii U, Kingdom New Lands for Switch. Pan, Pan, A Tiny Big Adventure for Switch. <laughs> Percy's Predicament Deluxe for 3DS. Semisphere for Switch. And Quest of Dungeons for Switch. Friday, September 15th. Big games. Dishonor, Death of Outsiders for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Metroid, Samus Returns for 3DS. September 15th. NBA Live 2018 for PS4 and Xbox One. And NHL 18 for PS4, Xbox One. So we finally see Metroid, Samus Returns, back to the consoles. I'm excited. Um, like I said, Nintendo, I don't know where, is getting all this boost. So I'm pretty excited. I can't wait to see what else they have in store. Um, after the video game segment, we usually do anime invention, inv- invasion. But because Vibe been doing his homework and ain't listening to me, um, we're going to go ahead and skip it. 
that's not true. It's not that I'm not doing my homework. What assignment did you give me for... Use the utensils, dog. Death Note. You did not give me Death Note. I gave myself Death Note. Okay. And have you watched it? I, I have not. Okay, then. Shut your mouth. <laughs> okay. Wait, how dare you? You're not going to throw it in my face when we get to Flash, okay? So don't you even try okay? <laughs> I have defenses for that, so... You have defenses for that, my behind. You were so close. Um, so, as we move forward, um, we got a good news this week. I think this is good news. I think it's great news. Star Wars fans, J.G. Abrams has been assigned directing the final of this trilogy. Episode 9. This will cause a delay to the movie. Confer, um, it's been this article coming from Polygon which says Star Wars Episode 9 delayed to, to December 2019. I'm excited to see J.J. Abrams finish the saga just like he started. Um, a lot of people might say, oh, but J.J. Abrams again, but I enjoyed The Force Awakens. I really did. I really enjoyed it. Just like I enjoyed the other trilogies. I enjoyed a good story. The story was good. Maybe the, the cinematography wasn't good. Or maybe the acting wasn't good at certain points. But the story was really well. And I enjoyed it. Um, vibe. J.J. Abrams takes helm. Do you think Kathy Kenley would say, Oh, you know what? Let me just go with the guy that I actually got along with. And they're great with Force Awakens? Probably. It's a safe bet. But, uh, yeah, Yes. Force Awakens was a good movie. It was a good Star Wars fan fanboy movie. You know, I believe it like that. Did it rehash a lot of the original trilogy? Absolutely. But I can't blame squarely JJ for that. You see, you see what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I think JJ was given a mandate, and he said, "Listen, we want to go somewhere great with this with this new trilogy, but we got to win their trust back. You got to give us something in the vein of a new hope." of the original trilogy and expand from that. And so that's what he did. He was hired to do a job. I think he did the right no. thing for, for the job that he was given. Now, do you think that the move they did was because Disney also has a big movie coming out in May of 2019? Infinity War is scheduled to be May 3rd. And that's the same month that the Episode 9 was supposed to be released. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I mean, I think that'd be a great quarter, quarterly fiscal that would or whatever. Be, that, would that, would be, that would be something that... You know what? They, I'm pretty sure they did it. They want to say, okay, let's see what happens, and let's just destroy the rest of the year, and let's just go ahead and blow everyone's mind up. No, I mind. think that that you know when they approached JJ and he agreed, I I can guarantee he wants to address the criticism that he's gotten for 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 his cut and paste of A New Hope. You know, so what he wants to do is listen. I'll direct this, but I need to rewrite this script. I need to look at it. I need to put my my fresh coat on it. I need to prove to the masses that listen. I can make an original Star Wars movie. I can close this saga out. I might have started it. I can close it out. I think they delayed it because he basically said, and, I, and rightfully so, I want to make this my own. I'll follow you guys' template, but I want to make this my own. I want to, sh- to show them that I'm not going to make a return to the Jedi. I'm going to make Episode Nine, the Desolation of Smog, whatever they're going to call it. So I think it was done because JJ requested it, or at least, or they're giving it to him to make it his own to help him. You think they're giving it to him because they, they, he's been like really? Because I know he's been really hurt of him not being able to do episode two. He wasn't hurt. He 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 chose not to do it. What do you think? And then he regretted it when he when he read the script. So that's the difference. Um, no, I think I think they asked him. He said sure. He just said, listen, just make sure that I do what I want to do, and let me let me make the movie that I know I can make. Let me tell every show everybody that look, I have. 
chutzpah. I can make a good movie, a good Star Wars movie that's beyond that's beyond uh, whatever the criticism is. I mean, Force Awakens was great. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I, the criticisms are, are legit. They're just, but like, again, I don't believe it was JJ's writing. I don't believe it was JJ's directing. I believe he was given a task to do, and he fulfilled it and made it as unique as he possibly could. But he had to follow these beats, and he had, and he was told follow these story beats and introduce new characters and make them likable. And, you know, you see what I'm trying to say? It's still a lot. It's still a lot. Poncho, are you on your phone while we're talking? I'm listening to you. <laughs> don't, don't give me that BS because no, you were on your I'm phone. Always on my, there. I'm always well, on I was my talking phone. about Pokemon. Hold on. Hold on. I'm always on my phone, but you, you do like to try to throw it in my face. And so do you I'm, pay attention okay? to me? No, because you exactly, never... Exactly, but I was paying attention to you. Because you're not everything. talking about something that I would listen to. I don't care about Pokemon. Look, vibes are like Pokemon. Pokemon's stupid. Well, at least nowadays. It used to be good. Except for that Pokemon um, duel. I'm into that. We'll talk about that another time. All right, Vibe. Since you want to be a punk. Um, so I'm excited for Star Wars. So we're going to go ahead and start talking about the Nintendo Direct recap. Now, I didn't watch this, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a pure Juancho segment. I don't think I'm going to talk. I'm going on my phone. So, um, Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, the first thing was mentioned, Nintendo 3DS. So they did show a gameplay or Sun and Moon Ultra. Can we um, stop for a minute? Can you explain what Nintendo Direct is first? I have no idea. Every other month, I get every other month I get an alert saying, "Oh, Nintendo Direct." They're okay, releasing what, a whole okay. bunch of games. So what is it? I guess it's like an E3 for Nintendo. Can just mention a whole bunch of Fantastic. games. Fantastic. Oh, is this a magazine, a print article, a video? Nintendo Direct. Am I saying a video? Did I say anything? What is Nintendo Direct? I don't know what Nintendo Direct is. You go to YouTube and you watch some live. So it's a video on yes. shows. You can't just tell it to our Can audience. Can I finish? But you didn't say what it bro, was. You, 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 Dude, on, do you even direct, bro? Do you even podcast, bro? You know what? I quit. <laughs> so on, uh, they dip first for the 3DS. Sun and Moon purchase. Um, if you purchase the game before uh, January 10th, you do get the dust form of Lycanroc. If you purchase it digitally, you'll get 10 Quick Balls. On September 22nd, if you purchase gold and silver, you'll receive a Celebi for your Sun and Moon or Sun and Moon Ultra. They have first mentioned the Ultra Beasts. And um, November 3rd, the, there'll be a Pokeball 3DS edition. So, Vibe, how many 3DS will there be? How many editions will there be? Are these people collecting this whole bunch of random 3DS because of the, their edition? You don't have a special edition Pokeball 3DS. That's pretty crazy. You <laughs> said I left them with dead air? No, listen, there, I know there are plenty of people that like these 3DS. They like the special edition. They collect them, actually. Okay, Theo Star, if it was up to him, he'd collect them, but he keeps <laughs> losing them. So... Uh, no, I see. The, I see the. Um, but how is that any different than like? No, it's not true because the new phones is supposed to be new. Whatever. Yeah. It's collectible. It's a collectible okay. item, and then you resell it on eBay. So, um, the next game, the new Mario and Luigi game is coming out, and the Bowser's Minions is coming out for 3DS. The Goomba and Turtle Amiibos will be out on October 6th. Kirby Battle Royale for the 3DS was mentioned. New Latar, um, no, Lantar's series, the 7th edition, um, you know those, that game in 3DS where you use a puzzle game? It's a, it's a detective game? Latar's? Never heard no? of it. Okay, that's out. Dr. Mario. Guess what? Your kids love Minecraft, right? They do. Minecraft for the 3DS was announced today. Minecraft for the 3DS, really? Yes, sir. That's gonna be... 
There's also a game coming up for the 3S called Mario Party Top 100, which will combine a hundred of the games, mini games, throughout all the the, the uh, ten uh, Mario Party games out there. So that should be fun. Who's picking the top 100? Uh, they are. Oh. Carry on. Apollo Justice Ace Attorney will have a new game. So if I missed any of the other games for 3DS, guys, turn into Nintendo.com. Check for the, on their, uh, the direct. Um, you'll see all the news there. Now moving on to the Switch, which I'm loving, by the way. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 will be out December 1st, 2017. Vibe, you saw a little bit of the glimpse of Xenoblades when you were passing by. I liked it. I, do, I actually liked it. It looked good. I was actually, it was like, ooh, Xeno whatever, and then I walked away. Oh, yes. Uh, Splatoon 2 will have updates on September 15th, which I'm liking this game a lot. There's a new shooter game coming out for uh, the Switch called Morpheus, Morpheus uh, Morphix Laws. So that should be fun. A new mobile game is coming out. Um, Arena of Valor. Mm. Skyrim comes out on November 17th. Doom. Holiday. It will come out on Holiday 2017. Wolfenstein 2 will come out this 2018 coming up. Um, I don't know what I wrote there, but sure, Bob. Square Enix new RPG project Octopath Traveler will be in HD dash 2D game which will have a 2D feel to it but will have a high resolution graphic to it which will make it feel like it's a 3D uh, game which looks really well I actually enjoyed the uh, artistic of it uh, Dragon Quest Builder Spring 2018 Lost Fear uh, for, on January 23rd 2018 Sonic Force on November 7th 2017 and ladies and gentlemen boys and girls Rockstar is coming to the Switch. What game? The reboot of L.A. Noir, November 14th. A big mention of the game was Mario Odyssey, which they showed different type of realms for it. I actually pre-ordered the game this week um, from GameStop. I already have my pre-order ready to go. November, October actually can't come any sooner. I'm going to pick that game up right away. Um, a... Nintendo's running on, cylinder, on all cylinders right now. There's nothing to stop them. I'm enjoying the Switch a lot. I'm trying to get Vibe to get one. I doubt he's going to get one. That's not true. I committed to getting one. I just need an excuse to get one. It's a huge difference. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is big news right now. I have power in my house. Thank you ladies very much. Get out of my house. Damn. Savage. <laughs> Is it too soon? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Alright. So, um, moving forward here after Nintendo's um, Direct here. Your, um, your transitions aren't on point today at what? all. Bro, I don't have my computer. How do I mean, you feel about that? Well, I don't even what have the soundboard, bro. What does that have even to do with the... It okay. messes me up, bro. Why Leave you, me alone, bro. Why are you eating the food, bro? bro? Or drinking a drink, bro? Don't you see all the topics I'm talking? Do you? Are you even talking, bro? Sorry. Shoot. Moving forward, Suicide Squad 2 has a writer and a director. How about you talk about that? I don't want to. Then, shut up. <laughs> Warner Brothers has hired Gavin O'Connor to write and direct the sequel to David Ayer's 2016 super villain movie, Suicide Squad. The Hollywood Reporter confirmed that O'Connor is best known for his work on Pride and Glory. The accountant and warrior will handle both writing and directing duties for Suicide Squad 2. Mel Gibson has previously rumored to directing the role for, for directing the role. Hmm. So Suicide Squad 2 has the director and the writer. Will this movie eat poop? 
or will it be good like the first one and make me and Vibe cry? Will this movie eat poop? What a question to ask our audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. Quantra was off his game today. <laughs> um... Um, me and Vibe yesterday, as I'm sleeping over, we saw the mo- the the show called The Orville. We did. It was good. Tell me, Vibe, how do you feel? No, the the I'm sorry. Let's re- re- let me let me rephrase that. It was good. The um, interactions with me and Juan Cho, watching it at the time, talking and laughing a little bit. The this is a classic question about whether the critics are always wrong and how much should fans and the audience put in critics responses the Orville has gotten horrible reviews absolutely terrible reviews was the Orville's first episode great no I liked it was it anything special no did the jokes fall flat a lot yes but was it as bad as the critics made it sound Absolutely not. It was totally watchable. You got a little bit of the humor, but they were trying to go for something more grounded. It was a little bit less slapstick, like the um, uh, what was it? Galaxy Quest was, and I love Galaxy Quest. Okay, it was like trying to if, if Galaxy Quest were trying to take themselves a little bit too seriously, but it was still kind of funny. The production value of the first episode of the Orville was amazing. I have to stress that I couldn't believe. The graphics that I was looking at, and this is coming from from a Seth MacFarlane live action. I thought it was going to be crappy, campy, and weird. It was pretty darn good. I mean, Wancho, don't you agree? Yeah, I actually agree. I actually enjoy. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. You can be catching me off guard like that, bro. I, I don't agree with you because I enjoyed the full episode. From no, the I'm talking end. about the production quality. That was oh, the problem. production quality was amazing. Exactly. That was Holy insane. crap. That was great. So, Seth MacFarlane came out uh, like, what is his bl- budget, bro? Guns blazing. Like, it was, it was. I was really impressed by the production value. Um, but I gave you guys my impression. I, I It's okay. I say watch it. It's a good experience. Will I continue following the series? Probably not. I will. It, but uh, watch it was giggling. But Wancho, give us your uh, comprehensive review. I enjoyed it. I thought that the whole wife thing was going to be weird, but it actually f- felt good. It no, felt it right. No, it didn't. Stop, bro. It felt forced. Bro. Oh, my God. My voice is... It was so forced, my voice cracked. Forced? <laughs> is that what it sounds like when you're... No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. You know what? I enjoyed it. From the beginning to the end, the movie... There were certain scenes in this pilot episode that felt like... Uh, but but uh, the overall, I enjoy the story. I enjoy where this is going. I enjoy that that this is a pity. Oh, I'm a pity guy. Oh, spoilers alert! The um, captain of the Orville, you know, got pitied into getting. He got pity job. Is it called pity job? You could say that, but but apparently the ex-wife um, made a plea for him to get this captain job to help him out at, to atone for. You know, she well back in the beginning, basically they're they're broken no, 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 up. Let's see down. She got scored. <laughs> <laughs> a family podcast, by the way. She, she, she got hit by a whole bunch of blue ink in okay. her face. So no, so basically the the main guy, and this is the sad part about it, is that it's the show is so run of the mill that it's forgettable. That I don't, I can't even give you the names of the main characters, unfortunately. But the main character, something Farland's character, the captain, before he became a captain, walks in on his wife having an affair with a blue alien, and, and he squirts on her blue. And in that's her basically face. it. It's over. They have they have a um, a divorce. They come to a year later. Her face. No. What would, he squirts blue in her face because he's surprised or something. That's what he said. That's what she said. <laughs> Family. 
podcast. But uh, so we jump forward, and basically, he's offered a position. He became a recluse. He became a near do well. He became, you know, he, all the promise he had was gone for the last year. He was drinking a lot, coming in late, and he was no longer anybody's favorite. They thought he was going to be a prize. So he gets this job to be uh, the captain of the Orville. And when we cut to the end, we find out that it was his, it was his ex-wife who also asked to be his XO uh, as penance. She felt really bad about it, and so she joined the the as his XO and gave him the opportunity and made the plea for him to get it as a way of atoning for it. At the end of it, I don't know if this is going to come back into play. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. probably will, but here's the thing. Will it, why will it matter? Won't matter. Because it's a secret. Now, you know for a fact that when you... Um, I think that's going to spill somewhere in the, epi- in the, in the series. It's going I think to, so. but it's, it's going to upset him, and it's obviously going to upset him. It's going to be because of... Here's the thing. And this is what I predict. If I even watch the show anymore... You will. They're gonna, gonna start, they're, they're gonna start. They're gonna start feeling each other because you've re- you already saw it. he was warming up to her. Mm-hmm. Romance is gonna ensue. Maybe at the end of the season, they're gonna consider. Maybe they're gonna kiss or make sweet, sweet non-alien love, and then somebody's gonna let it spill. Oh, she helped you get the captain's chair, and he's gonna be like, "Darn it, you did this, and I thought it was on my own merit." Can, you know what? To help I, you. Can I ask you a question? You listen to Seth MacFarlane in all his movies so far that he's actually not played a character, mm-hmm. a cartoon character. All I hear is Brian. Me too. All I hear is Brian. So I hear Peter Griffin and Stewie. In what? In him. In his voice. Where? Hear all I hear is Brian. All I hear him talk is I think about Stewie Griffin. All I, I think hear that's is a problem that I have with him. All I hear is Brian. But so the show. Do I recommend watching it? Absolutely. Even if just for the production value alone, you should watch it because it was something to see. But it is run on the mill. It's not as bad as the critics say, and. Um, don't let that turn you off to it. You might even like it. You might be like Wancho and, and giggle throughout the entire time. So, mm-hmm. that's the Orville. And Wancho ain't doing his homework. Um, been busy. That's it. No excuses. Wow. What a segue. Wancho, to remind you guys, uh, we I had reviewed a whole bunch of CW uh, next season trailers. And Wancho was, in, was a, I guess, attracted to The Flash. And he promised our listeners that he'd watch the entire three seasons. And By go, the end of the new season to come. I, so. I didn't, anyway, moving on. And he would give us a play-by-play every time we did a review of what he was thinking. He has a problem with Cisco. He wasn't feeling, um, he wasn't feeling who? The, the, the Zoom, the season two. Mm-hmm. And uh, we never really got into what he was thinking about Savitar's character so far. Because I don't know how far, how far did you get into season three so far? I haven't gotten to Savitar's. You got season three at all? I am season three, but I haven't gotten to that character yet. Okay, so you got to the other one, though, the little mask guy that talking. Okay, mm-hmm. how do you feel about him? The talking mask guy, the one who's who's turning all these guys into husks. And I'm not even them. there yet. I'm, wow. just, I'm just finished the, the reverse flash, messing up everything. Oh, so you just finished Flashpoint? Yes. Wow, that is unfortunate. So, uh, in that same vein, they actually released a new promo for the Flash. That, I'm oh, gonna, nice. that we're going to watch right now for season four. It's a 30-second promo, and it seems to be interesting. So we're going to play for you right now. Respond to it, Flash. You need to prepare yourselves. Mary? Who's more angry? 
So basically, the Flash returns. It's, it's basically showing he's back. It shows that uh, he's got a beard. Uh, apparently, Cisco says they made him a new suit, and he seems a little off, a little darker. Uh, so it seems interesting. Uh, they showed a little samurai guy. It was a quick little promo. I liked it. It was cute. You know, it was funny. Cisco's in it. I like Cisco. I hate Cisco. Cisco. Of course you don't. Yeah. So I'm really excited about season four of The Flash. Does that promo at least tickle you to make you get back into watching The Flash? I'm going to finish watching The Flash, bro. Yeah, I said I was going to stop. Okay, but you didn't. Okay, please tell our, our listeners why you didn't. Uh, you haven't watched. I'm busy. I'm busy. You want to elaborate? Yeah, playing Switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> What's your excuse for one not watching my animation? Uh, hold on now. I've got, I've got a studio to run. I've got a Which, podcast. You're not producing any Geek Bro that stuff. That is not Geek Girl uh, stuff. That's not the point. I do more than just Geek Bros and Geek Girl stuff. Don't even try me, okay? <laughs> and you know I work out work really hard. I had two. Uh, Two favorites to do. One of them was for, you know, shout outs to Linda and her friend uh, Paula, who just went off to Ireland. I did a fantastic re edit. Talking about Linda. Hold on. I did a fantastic re edit of her friend's going away party, and it was just, I mean, even I teared up a little bit can, at the end can of we, it. Can we break down Linda real quick? Uh, you want to break down Linda? How, how do you want to break down I don't Linda? Know. Shout out to Linda. <laughs> Linda's our new scent. So. <laughs> Basically, I've, you know, I've done a couple of things. Just because you don't see me posting, I've, I'm still editing every day. It's just, you know, different things. But I will be watching Death Note, and I will definitely be talking to you guys about Death Note and comparing it to the Netflix movie, which I loved. In the vein of Wancho, moving on. Uh, PewDiePie, talk to me. Okay, so. Uh, All he does is complain. And, says, and, and like says. So basically. PewDiePie has been under under some serious scrutiny. And we this is not this is not I the latest racism. Sort of this is the latest news that's been going on. Uh, this is nothing new. The first time was he did some like he had hired these two guys on on Fiverr yeah. to write um, "Death to All Jews" and he didn't think he was going to happen and he actually did it. He was actually shocked, but he still put it on YouTube. Then he did another like Hitler thing kind mm-hmm. of thing, and that was supposed to be a joke. And to the point where I think Disney dropped him. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it got, and so apparently, uh, he did. See, he said something else again, um, racist online. And so this article comes from Yahoo, which, which Hanjo hates. It goes, "I'm just an idiot." Top YouTuber PewDiePie apologizes for racial slur usage. Uh, last week, the world's most popular YouTuber said that said the N word um, while he while live streaming uh, backlash, and was immediate uh, backlash was immediate. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought the game was called Backlash. The backlash was immediate, and while his fans managed to make excuses for him, the YouTuber told his more than 57 million subscribers that he had no excuse for his language. The apology came in a video posted today. Um, today, I don't my response. Uh, what is it? What, today's the, 16th. I guess it's the 16th. And the 16th. Yeah, whatever. The 13th. <sighs> and it's it was called title my response. It says it's not that I think I can say or do whatever I want and get away with it. That's not it at all. I'm just an idiot, is what um, PewDiePie says. So his controversy say his is name. going, huh? Say his name. Felix Kibbelberg. Kibbelberg. I don't know. So in his past, so he's got a lot of past controversy. So this is another thing that's being controversial. I bring it up because YouTube is. Um, my main platform for this studio and for Geek Bros and even for the, for a secondary platform for this podcast and even Juancho and I have a problem with 
with being blocked for certain things that are considered shocking content. A, I have no idea how he can get this stuff out there on YouTube and they don't block him for shocking content because it happens to us all the time. That's why we have to be slightly less reserved on our podcasts and on our videos. Um, we, even got, we even got a strike because of of having um, Dar- Dar- Garbanzo's uh, dog in it, thinking, you know, because of the joke that we, we had played in it. So I had to bring it up because it, it is a cens- censorship kind of thing and it's also a being politically correct, but it's also, you know, are we just too sensitive? Are we, are we, are we going to be stifling this gentleman's creative stuff because, you know, now he's going to get backlash for the words that he uses, whether it be satirical or not? Do I believe he is racist or prejudiced? No. Do I believe he, he's, right. he, he's a comedian and he, he may take it too far? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's all it really is, you know, but does that make it okay? I don't know. Since you know, but he makes a living from this stuff. And there's a lot of shocking content, a lot of shocking artists out there, there's a lot of shocking comedians out there that do the same thing in stand up and reality, and they, they make a living so from it. So much shockness. What do you think about this? Um, what I think about this is PewDiePie needs to get get it together. He knows that his his stuff is being watched because of all the incidents that he's had. Bro, it's simple. You know what you're talking to talk about. Just keep, keep just relax, bro. You make you're getting good money right now. Why mess it up even more? I agree. He is kind of sabotaging his brand, and I don't think I, I don't know why he, he just wouldn't like retreat from those kind of things. But I mean, he had good with Disney. I don't know how good he has it now, but we've having we're having an issue with YouTube. You know, censoring us. I can't say this. I can't say that. But yeah, we're still able to go on iTunes and Google and still submit the podcast without a problem. Yes, we're going to put explicit content on it because you know we are adults here. We are. You know, we do curse, we do have, you know, unfortunately that's the way our society is. Even though we don't want to, that's it happens. That's the way Juancho is. Um, that's the way Vibe is as well. You should hear him talk <laughs> like that. Um, lo- locker room talk? Yes, we have locker room talk. Is that, is that what President Trump says to do? Oh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't follow any of you. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. Too soon, too soon. Um, no, but keep it sh- nice and simple. PewDiePie, get it together, bro. Um... I do understand your frustration. I do understand, you know, the, the people's frustration towards you. Um, just, bro, just keep it together, man. That's all I can, I can say to you, man. I don't know. I'm just saying that. I just don't sabotage. You got a good thing. And lesser people, no, greater people have fallen for far less than what's going on with you. So, I mean, chillax uh, and all that good stuff. And don't break that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay? Because we don't want to see you punished. I'm a fart. <laughs> that was actually a good transition. That was a good transition. Was I was waiting for you to say something. That was actually a good transition. Marvel's Punisher. That's the next. That's our next. Uh, <laughs> I freaking hate Wancho. He just sits there like, oh, what a fart. That's not what it is. Come on. So, Marvel's The Punisher coming out on Netflix. And this is what we, we're going to... Now we're going to discuss what we do and do not know right now. There is a rumored release date. That's number one. And this article is coming from Cheat Sheet. Uh, dot, com. dot com and it's what we know so far so so far what do we know there's a rumored release date and uh, as far as we know the official IMD page is not lying to us it's coming out November 2017 so that's what we're hoping for um, next page now, number two Frank Castle You can uh, the Frank Castle you'll find in this story is not the Punisher so I assume that this is going to be a retroactive story but let me see. The quote you see above is pulled straight from interview with Joe John something. 
running through season two, his own journey with the character, Frank Castle's in. Oh, darn it. Sorry, guys. Ads popping up. Um, the series will pick up hinting more of an origin. Yeah, it's, it's an origin story than a continuity. So they're going backwards. So my only problem is, though, is that there's a character from Daredevil that shows up in it. So how does that work out? Maybe it's going to be like a, you know, origin story than jump past Daredevil season two kind of thing. That's that's what's probably going to happen to explain that. Um, We got the first teaser. We got the first teaser. So it's not a full-fledged teaser. It's 25 seconds. And uh, it looked pretty good. So we did get get that teaser. That's what we know so far. Uh, The first trailer. Number four. It's not loading. Click it. You didn't click it. I did click it. No, you clicked it. I did. Okay. Well... Number four is not coming up. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, this is not working out the way I planned it. That's what she said. That's not, that is, that's, Ooh, that's not what she said. That's not what she said. Too, too soon, soon, too soon. Too soon. Alright, I guess more, uh, that's going to end the Punisher. <laughs> that's going to end the Punisher. I'm being punished because it's not <laughs> loading. So that's three of seven things we may know. If <laughs> you know anything <laughs> else. <laughs> wait, wait, there you go. Oh, there it is, there it is. Oh, the show, we know the show. <laughs> we know the showrunner. The showrunner. A TV series is only as good as the showrunner, and it proves that the truth for the Punisher, uh, we could be in it for an epic run. Stephen Lightfoot will be at the helm. He's the executive producer and the showrunner and the writer, and he comes from uh, NBC's Hannibal, so that's interesting. I've never seen any of Hannibal, but I've heard some good stuff about it. Um, number five, why is this a big deal? Well, it's always exciting when a superhero series uh, with this potential gets the okay. The Punisher is a good case because Marvel's original deal with Netflix included Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, and The Defenders. A Punisher series was never actually part of the conversation. It only found itself to be in it because um, it was a wildly, wildly popular portrayal on, in Daredevil. So that's fantastic. So that's why it's a big deal. I don't know why this is something we need to know, but uh, the series is rumored to feature sidekicks. I'm sorry, Punisher sidekick microchip. I didn't know Punisher had a sidekick. Yeah, did I? So that's 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 interesting. Uh, I need to probably brush up on my Punisher because um, watching hates comics. And last but not least, the official logo for the Netflix series has been revealed. It says the Punisher with a big skull and Marvel on top. That's what she said. And that is all we know so far about the Punisher. And I'm excited about it. Are you excited to see this? I like, I'm excited. I want to see the Punisher. I like the teaser trailer. I want to see the Punisher punish people. So I liked it. Okay. And I'm hoping that we're not going to be... I can't use that one again. I was going to say, I was hoping that we're not being punished by Joseph <laughs> Good. I think Joseph Gordon-Levy is a handsome young man. And I want... Uh, look, look, you see this article real quick? You see where it's coming from? That's is that what? wait wait what is your, you see where this article is coming from from Game Radar where did, where was your article coming from before from Yahoo exactly I changed your article why did you change my article because I don't like Yahoo what's the difference I'm I don't like Yahoo Star Wars the Last Jedi has its first confirmed cameo Joseph Joseph Gordon it's gonna be an alien alien which means he's, which means he's, which means he's probably just gonna gonna be hidden in there we're not gonna be see him anyway some young man whatever. So that's interesting. Um, everybody wants to know wants to be in a Star Wars movie. There are I don't only be so a Star many Wars chosen movie. ones. You can cast me as a Mexican alien. Too soon. Too soon. So I want to be an alien. When Ryan Johnson, JJ uh, Abrams, listen to me. I know you hear me. I know you hear me because we got some studio to hear us at one point. I want to be an alien in the movie. I want Vibe to be 
an Ewok again. Well, it says here... It's too soon. It says here he does have a cameo, but it's only as a voice of an alien in the film. So I don't know, you know how far that's going to go. But I'm going to move beyond that because that is boring. Sorry, guys. I just wasn't feeling it. And Wancho talks too much. Because I'm ready to get down and deep and really break down Rick and Morty. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen... If you haven't seen this, this is going to be the most spoilerific review so far of a Rick and Morty show so many spoilers. episode on this podcast. You stop listening right here now if you have because I'm going to break this thing down. He's going to break it down. He's going so, to give it to you. Good. First, Wancho, episode begins with the Atlantis trip fake out. Oh my god, that was the best scene yeah. ever. How did you feel about that? That was awesome. I was so excited to go them, to see them going to Atlantis and then So it begins with them that they're going to go uh, another pair of them comes in saying, hey, listen, can you come in and donate to, to the <laughs> Citadel Fund? He's like, no, I killed them. I don't care. So, and the, the, the takeaway line from that scene is when the, when, the Morty, the, when the Morty of the Rick that came through the portal asking for donations, that Rick told his Morty, don't bother. It's like asking for donations for the police's ball to a black teen. No, tied to a black man. Huh? Tied to a black man. What? That's what it said. No, it says... Uh, it's no, it wasn't. Policeman's ball to a black team. To a black team, exactly. <laughs> so you know, and it's basically a, a self-reference of Trayvon Martin stuff like that. Yeah, that's a deep cut when I heard it. So once I heard that line, I said, "Yup, it's going to be one of those episodes." And they said that this ep- and they said this series, this season was going to be super dark. And well, this this is this is onion onion tastic. So the real title shows up: "Tales from the Citadel." Now, one thing I realized upon my third watching of it is that if you pay attention to the intro with the music. You are introduced to all the characters that are going to be showcased. All the different Ricks and Mortys are going to be showcased. Mm-hmm. It's actually in the intro. I didn't realize that. So it cuts to a commercial for for um, for Simple Rick. Oh my God, okay? that was hilarious! And so it tells the story of Simple, Simple Rick. Rick. He's like in in the multiverse. There's a Rick that that plays more with with you know his daughter than he does with with science, and he loves her, and he understands it's great, and it says and we hooked him up, and we and we loop his memories over and over again, and. We, and he, and the that, the pleasure that's secreted from his brain is what goes into these simple Rick wafer cookies. <laughs> Can we skip to one? Uh, no, we cannot. No, we cannot. No, we cannot. Loved it. That was so funny. That was my first big laugh, and I said, "Wow, <laughs> you guys are dark." <laughs> so, and I loved it. I completely loved it. Um, simple Rick's wafers is just like it's like a, you know like a wafer, and basically the main ingredient is the happiness secreted from a random Rick. Literally, just this pink goo that drips out of his head. Yeah. What did you think about that? I'm like, just like, are you serious? That was, that was, that was, that was funny. <laughs> Next part about another part, another part of this um, episode was the Citadel election. Now, it was one of the points in this was that actually a Morty was running for president against a bunch of Ricks. The really interesting part about it though is that he, um, this I call him Candidate Morty. Okay. He has a little thing with his campaign manager, where his campaign manager they're on it, and but he doesn't really believe yeah. in, ca- in 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 in, the, in candidate Morty. And I find it to be very interesting because he's like, ah, oh, you know, he, candidate Morty seems very very sure of himself, and it was kind of interesting to go from there. And actually, they had a spoof of the election debate. And what did you think about that? That was funny. I enjoyed that. I was like, damn, Morty actually like. No, we're, we're not there yet. I'm referring to. Um, 
the response because they asked all the Ricks different questions. All the Ricks either farted or they did something silly. Yeah. The juggling Rick, when he was asked a very important question, says, "Well, this is what we need to do." He doesn't really answer the question, and he's juggling things while he's at it. <laughs> and that's a, that, that's, that's exactly what our president kind of elections do. do. Yes, that they don't really answer. They the question juggle. And, and they juggle different things to make a distraction. So that was very interesting. So they cut to um, the training day parody. Okay, you cut to a random Rick being picked up by a aged looking I don't know how that works I don't know how the ages work because he looks really older yeah. but it looks like a, a worn down with it down uh, Morty mm-hmm. now this is obviously a parody on training day Morty is savage and Rick is sensitive okay what did you feel about that interaction when you first met oh, man, when I saw that I was like dang man Rick and Rick Morty and Morty violence it's gonna happen. Like I actually felt I'm like crap. That because you see, he was. This is where this is going. He, he, is going. he seemed very, very prejudiced against his own. Yeah, he's like yellow shirts. He, he called them the yellow shirts, and it's obvious uh, a a a, um, a social satire of of ethnic and minority cops and how they feel about their own minority when when they're in a yep. place of power. I mean, there was a part of the scene when he just shook. Uh, he uh, he tasted them while they were touching the yeah, car. Yeah, them for anything. You know, he's like get off of it, and he and he cursed at him, and it, it actually shocked. Sensitive Rick saying, "I've never seen a Morty you know act like this to to their own kind." Morty Town. I Can we talk about Morty Town? The ghetto. The listen, ghetto Morty listen, Town. listen. My God, I mean, when I say the this hood? is a deep cut, Mortys have their own hood, and it says Mortys that don't have Ricks become uh, that, that are homeless, that, homeless, and 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 awful and terrible. And it's like again, you're talking about minority. Yeah, you talk about minorities, and you talk about minorities missing the dad complex usually. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, notice yeah. that? I said, wait a minute. Are you are you talking about minorities and you know how dads run away and it's just and they, they kind of run the streets in gangs and they're looking yeah. for that fatherly figure or that group to, to go to? I was like, wow, you guys are really just digging deep in there. Um, so Morty's go back without Ricks. So it's funny because that's implying a little something different. Because remember, Ricks need Morty's to, to balance out the, the yeah. brainwaves. Mm-hmm. Now this is actually introducing a concept where. Morty's need rigs, and without rigs, they become dark and ghettofied or violent or ruthless. Yeah. And that's what you see. You see a bunch of ruthless, different versions of ruthless Morty's without any rigs, you know? And that's an interesting part. So, how did you feel about Morty's, the concept of Morty's, being placed in that ethnic minority category? It was weird. I, I didn't ever th- thought of a Morty like that until yesterday. When I saw and, that but, episode. It, but it made sense. It really did. Like it I made never, sense. It, it really made perfect sense. It, like it felt right, but yet it felt so wrong. It felt. It felt so wrong. The first time I watched it, I was uncomfortable. The, the third time, I was like, "Yes, so much more." <laughs> okay, so look, now there's on the flip side of it, Rickless Morty's. The Morty School, which is like a spoof of Harry Potter Hogwarts. It's yeah. funny because they have that Rick looking... If you train them back into getting yourself a Rick. Re- rehabilitating Rickless Mortys to give them a purpose again to be given to a new Rick, which is very interesting. We're introduced to four characters, kind of like a... Not like a Breakfast Club kind of thing, but it's like a weird thing where, you know, they're bringing it up and, you know, we've got... We've got um, one looks like a, what, a lizard, one is called Cool Morty, one is Fat Morty, and one is like Nerdy Morty or whatever yeah. it is. And... That they're brought up in, in that, that location. Morty, that he was left Morty the whole time. What I thought was funny, <laughs> exactly. You know what I thought what was funny was when they when they call him Slow Rick or, or no, yes, Tall Morty. What was it? Okay. There, there was a Rick in there. He was wearing a yellow shirt, and they said, "Yes, Slow Rick." I mean, Tall Morty. <laughs> <laughs> slow Morty. <laughs> so, 
Another side story was the Willy Wonka par- parody. Now, it begins with, uh, you know, it's, just, it's the same. Employee. That's the same way for Cookie Place that, you know, sucks the dreams for good stuff. Um, it The point of it is that a, uh, a new Rick called Cool Rick, he gets a promotion over a working Rick, and it drives him nuts. Absolutely nuts. Now, when, now what's about to happen now is he actually goes into his boss's office, kills him. Now we can talk about, because as this is playing out, the candidate Morty is telling his massive speech, which wins over everybody. Yeah. Now, before we can get deeper into this, you love that speech. Get into it real quick. I love the speech. Because this it's, is playing over it, these it, scenes it, we're it, talking it, about. It, it, like, it was talking about unity between the Mortys and the Ricks together. Like, not to separate them as Morty and Mortys versus Mortys or Rick versus Rick. As a unity. And Keeping up with the, the, the Sorry! The uh, um, alone. What are you touching it for? I was not, I was putting it the on speech, mute. The speech itself Despacito. was um needed. I mean, I think it hit on a part on something that's been missing in this society for a long time about the unity, which was was where's where I was able to connect with the story. That this unity speech was very dead on point to what we need in society right now. As a leader and as a as as a unified country, that's just my opinion on the speech. Excellent. And so while this speech is going on, and I totally agree, it was a very powerful speech. While this and is going from, on, and coming from a cartoon, which is very shocking, because that speech was freaking amazing. That's the best way to do a social commentary: is you hide it, you hide it as an undertone in a, a a medium that's not taking too seriously, but those who are really thinking, they pick up on it. Mm-hmm. So while this is going on, you see you seeing all these things. Um, and it's it's funny because now we now that we basically we've given you a setup for all the things. Now there are twists. The twists with the with the savage cop Morty and yeah. the savage cop and the um, um, Morty, sensitive and sensitive, sensitive cop. Rick. Okay, you got cop Rick has to kill uh, cop Morty, uh, and he gets off. He gets off. Yep. He gets off. Um, um, it gets off as in he was he. Gives up, they arrest him, and he gets off on charge. No charges. That's one of the. But twists. that's one. That's one of the twists after the elections. Correct. So that's correct. the only reason right. why. Well, I was, we're going to get to that. Okay. But um, also, the, the the twist for the worker, worker Rick, becomes uh, he he gets saved by the Willy Wonka looking character, and he bigs him up like he's going to have a whole new life. And the twist is he becomes a new ingredient for Rick's simple wafers, and they loop his. Gigantic success over and over again, and you know that's that that's huge. Like, what was the point of all, all that Damn, for nothing? That was you that know was, that was pretty messed up. That was messed up. I was shocked when that happened. Yeah. Okay, Slick Rick after the after the four little sorry Slick Mortys all after all the four Mortys go off looking for the wishing well after they leave Hogwarts. Okay, they're all talking about what they want for the for the wishing well, and the twist is that Slick Morty dives into the portal himself. It turns out it's not a portal. And it turns out it's not a portal. It's it's a trash portal. You know? So, huh. That's that's an interesting twist. Like, where does that go? And will will that be followed up on? Is that the end of that? And, last but not least, the, the, uh, going back to the original story with Candidate Morty, Candidate Morty, um, had an assassination attempt from the guy that he fired because he got a tip that this is not the Morty that you're looking for. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is not the right Morty, but he survives. And the twist is, not only does he survive the assassination, he's revealed to be evil Morty from the episode um, with... With, the, with, with the, all the Mortys. With all, with all the Ricks. Well, all the Mortys, but all the Ricks that were, yeah. that were being killed and, mur- and murdered. 
that reveal. Let, let me tell you something right now. I was like, yes, ah, I was. I can't. I can't exactly explain how excited I was because the minute you heard that tone, that music, la 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 la, you knew exactly. They didn't have to show what was in the envelope that that the, um, the, the campaign manager Morty uh, saw. You didn't have to see that because you knew exactly what they were trying to say. And he's ruthless. Yeah, in that guy's ruthless. Really in, in that in that montage, what does he do? He closes the school down because it's going to be a new curriculum. He kills off the cabal that was apparently behind the Citadel's the Citadel yeah. leaders. He kills off most of them. He, um, he kills all, all the leaders and he makes it into a new into A, new, a new regime. A new regime, yeah, with a whole new logo and everything. So now that I have eight questions now that yeah. this has left me. First question, who is Trenchcoat Rick? Now, Trenchcoat Rick, Rick was the guy that gave the, the, the campaign manager, the fire campaign manager, the files about who this morning was. True. Who was he and how did he know? Exactly, we need to know. You know, if that wasn't our Rick, it probably wasn't our Rick. But then, how did he find out? Exactly. How did he know? What is Evil Morty's plan? Where is he going with all of this? I really want to see what Evil okay. Morty does this. You know, this is a new citadel. What does that mean? Does that mean that, that, that everyone's going to be equal, like he says? Are the Morty's going to take over? Or is he going to subjugate both of them? Where does that trash portal go? <laughs> I'm sorry, the wishing well portal. I'm dying to know. Like, where does that go? Like, where does it really, where does it really go? Okay. Um, Slick Rick said something at the campfire before they got to the wishing well. He said he's a he's part of an experimental line of drug. Slick Morty. Slick Morty. Sorry, Slick Morty. He was part of an experimental line of Mortys that have drama in them. Yep, yeah, yeah. drama implants. What experimental line of Mortys? Who's making them and to what end? I wonder if that's the scene where you see all the Mortys being packed up into like little toy figures. That we see in the intro? Yeah, that makes sense. But then, if that's true, if we have a bunch of Mortys and we have an, uh, an abundance of Ricks and not enough Mortys, then why the rehabilitation school? Something seems wrong about that. Why yeah. are you mass producing Mortys uh, or an experimental line of Mortys? What are you trying to do? You know? Mm -hmm. And then, what the F is the creepy Morty? There's a scene for, during during the, the parody of of um, of the Trinity parody where Savage Cop Brick more God it's so confusing <laughs> Savage Cop Morty and Sensitive Rick go to what's called the Creepy Morty which is like a strip club version oh, yeah Morty's what? on Morty strip club yeah Morty's what on Morty's the Morty's the F is that what? that was really confusing that was really awkward it made me feel uncomfortable. I, like, I felt the really cowboy Morty was like shooting up and then the other no, Mortys were paying him no what what I was feeling awkward was, was the bearded Morty and then the one with the with the, with the Daisy Dukes oh, and going yeah, this is such a great time this is such a great time what was that that was so weird it was very okay. odd what is going to be the new school curriculum for the for the Morty school the Rubination school remember he was fired Rebels. he was fired they said it's going to be a new, new curriculum I'm fired I don't care and then last but not least what exactly is mermaid puss mermaid puss okay <laughs> what is that you know now the question is you know what a mermaid looks like it's top part girl bottom part fish or are we talking about top part fish bottom part girl what exactly is mermaid puss because apparently it was really good and going back guy. every week <laughs> okay so those are the questions that I have uh, I would love to hear from you guys. This is not a joke. I would love to hear from you guys. What are your thoughts, your your breakdown, especially on this latest Rick and Morty? This has been the most dense, comprehensive, and well-written uh, episode 
ever. It has redeemed the season for me yep. so far. Because, I mean, the season has been bad. It's remember, it's up and down with me. Let, us, let me know. Sorry, let us know. Please send us an email um, at... Geekbros at Outlook.com. Definitely that. Or when we do the recap, comment on this video below. Or uh, Instagram, Twitter. At Geekbros, that's G-E-E-K-B-R-E. Zero S. I would love if you guys tweeted us. Actually, if you tweeted us what you thought about tweet us, morning, bro. you know, tweet, 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 tweet us because we're going to respond. We would actually like to read off next. We, we will next respond week. I would. fast. Well, he will. I would love to. I would definitely love to read off you guys' responses because this Rick and Morty episode was huge, so huge. Can't wait for Sunday's episode. It deserves to have a discussion. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're going into like old memories they took from Morty, I guess. So. They're doing that instead of the intergalactic uh, cable. But definitely, guys, <laughs> check us out. There's way more um, Geek Bro stuff on the horizon. Whether it be video, podcast, video recast, recast, recaps, or or what? I don't know, live action stuff. We'll go somewhere and we'll meet you guys. Yeah, something you know, like that. Something like that. We're working on it. We're still trying to... What happened to our shirts, dog? I need the drawing thing. I need the drawing thing because we know her. So, I'm not the only one that's behind. Mr. Man here has been talking about having making us our own bowling shirt, so we're going to wear it to the podcast and then give away to our listeners. And he has not designed it yet. Yep, because... It's not just me. It's him. I'm just saying. You see, look at his face. You guys see, look at his face. I'm calling you out, you sucker. All right. I've been Vibe. This is one show. And thanks for tuning in to Keep Up the Geek Bros. We appreciate you. And remember, guys, we love you. Good night. Keeping up with the Geek Bros.